The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain Hello and welcome. It is time once again. It's Wrestling Brain, baby. An, an eventful and exciting, a, uh, a free television show. Un- unbelievable. You get three title matches. We have a gruesome injury. We have everything you could possibly need from an hour, two hours of wrestling. Excuse me. Uh, very excited to be here. We had, man, Danielson against the Hangman 3. We have a TBS champion. We have uh, new tag team champions. We have a ton to get to. It is Wrestling Brain. We appreciate you immediately after Dynamite ends coming to hang out with us. The Sword and the Shield. Wrestling Brain themselves. My name is your boy, The Zoobs, and I am joined on the West Coast, the best coast, my man, Mr. 50K, my tag team partner, my co-star, my co-host, my co-pilot. It's J-Zero, Josh Custodio on the West Coast. How you feeling? Daddy's home, yeah. Mr. 50K, back in the building. Thank you for sticking with us through that. Zooms, a tech difficulty on air. I'll give our stream credit. This seldom happens on our show, and so yeah. I'm happy to move right along. Listen, it may be that Ray Phoenix broke his arm, but we have not broken the stream. We are back, baby, and I am fired up to be here after what I would say is an A-plus dynamite, a way to spend your time. Zooms, I don't know how much they heard of my opening soliloquy, but I'm happy to be back, and uh, I just want to say, there's more than breaking down to do tonight. There is analyzing. There is figuring out the grays. There's applying these suckers. Our wrestling brain is going to be used tonight. Brains in chat for all of you here in Zoom. I just want to ask you and the chat <laughs> what we do around here. Let's get to the good. On a scale of one to seven, one being the worst and seven being the best, what would you rate tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? So if you didn't spend any money, like everybody pointed out, it was free, but you know what you did spend? Time. You spent time, Zoobs. The time is the one thing you can never get back. You'll get a job and earn some more coin. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, I had a great time tonight. I absolutely uh, adore Dynamite. There's no way I would go below a six. I could probably be talked into like 6.77. I, I, you know what I mean? I think we're grading through uh, as a major show. God damn it. We got an absolute banger on the top. We got an uh, idea. We got a lot of answers to the questions of we've had lingering. Um, big title change. Uh, Matt Lee crushing Chris Jericho. It's uh, an easy show for me to be. People, maybe, maybe the arm breaking. Maybe the last thing they see is a breaking arm. Uh, Maybe sours. (laughs) I could see losing a point or a half a point for that. But uh, I had a great time tonight. It's grizzly, but it gives it something to talk about. Jurassic Express are our new tag team champions. Jericho's hair dye. Focus on what's important here. Ray (laughs) Phoenix didn't die. Got a real guy. He'll be fine. You know, you pour some water on it. Uh, we're talking about a tag title change on television. This show, an easy six for me. 
uh, I had a great time watching this program tonight. You want to read off some scores from the chat? Dzoo. Uh, lots of lots of highs. Lots of six. A lot of people coming in six. Nice boy online six and a half. Hey, my name is Will six. Am I doing it right six? E prime six. Watched out. Power driver six. Area thrasher six. Mid awesome six. Six and a half from uh, Cadenza. Five from good friend Jake. I think at the low mark through there. Um, Maddie Maca six. Hit Smurl six and a half. Six from Bass Dave. Thomas W with a six and a half, six, five, six, six. So nobody gets to seven. Uh, a couple people. No, there is a seven. In there. Stone Cold ET, pardon me. Stone Cold ET, uh, five and a half from Pacefell, six and a half. So everybody, the 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 big chunk of it is is sixes and sixes uh, on mass. A couple of fives and a couple of sevens. I think maybe one more five than sevens, but. Uh, which is all to say about an average of six there, I would say pretty safely, which is right in line with you. And, and I would say right in line with me, probably I, I truthfully, I didn't see the broken arm in a truly gruesome way. I, I, as I've said to you many times, uh, sometimes the last, um, three minutes before the show goes off air is sort of a, a I got a lot of things going on. I got to make Josh sound terrible off the top, right? I have to <laughs> yeah, <gotta laughs> unplug me. That takes a couple minutes. It's difficult. Got a little a more stuff. red wine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff I got to take care of right before we come on air. Um, it was pretty bad. Honest to God, guys, the problem was that, that the, my keyboard, my, my computer volume was down. That, that affects it. I had no idea. Yeah, that seems weird. But uh, to me, all this tech stuff always seems weird. And Zeus, before we jump into the horrible music of Dynamite and talk about that banger of an opening match, I'd like to encourage everybody here, if you're here for the first time, please hit that follow button. We're on the road to 2,000 Brainiacs. That's my goal for 2022. People keep asking, what's your New Year's resolution? I said, I don't care about my damn health. I don't care about any of that shit. No. I want to get wrestling. Twitch.tv slash wrestling. 2,000 followers. So please do your part. If you are here and you are enjoying the show halfway through, consider a Prime subscription. We all have Amazon Prime. Your money's going to Jeff Bezos' pocket, and it could go to ours. Subscribe with Prime. It's just that easy. Or throw us a subscription in the other way, like so many did. And with that, Zoobs, AW Dynamite's horrible music plays us in. Uh, I mean, it is just the shits, that tune. Uh, we're on TBS, baby. Turner Broadcasting Service. Zoobs, you're a, a sort of a TV head, a man who understands the ins and outs of the broadcasting world. Does being on TBS mean anything to you? Or are we so a la carte? Are we so online that where this programming is coming from isn't of such importance? Well, I would also caution that um, sometimes people are passionate about things that you don't care about, right? It's just sort of a reality of life. Um, That's my so whole like, life. So like, I don't doubt that there are people who maybe grew up in a different place than we did where like it actually does mean something to them to have wrestling on TBS. Uh, I would probably call it akin to like, um, I don't know, feeling about TSN picking up, picking up uh, Dynamite, where you're like, you know, that used to be a station I watch wrestling on, sort of, sort of like connection, if you, if you know what I, if you catch my meaning. I think that's a, a great analogy, but I can only tell you that would still mean nothing. Right. But, but you, but you probably know people that like could talk themselves into it, maybe meaning something to them. Right. Every single friend that I have in my personal life is some sort of radio, uh, either dork or in the industry or just sure. like, so yeah, I think there is, uh, Something like that. But uh, not to me, Zoobs. But we are here on Turner Broadcasting, and we make the decision to open with Brian Danielson and Hangman Page. So, Zoobs, I want to ask you in the chat. When you see that they're opening with this match again, how long did you feel this match was going to go? We saw the three judges there, Mark Henry, Jerry Lynn, and um, uh, Big Show, of course, Paul White. No more BS. No more BS. And as soon as I see those three, I know we're not going to the judges because these aren't people there's going to be any angle with. No, these three aren't going to get involved in the wrestling. So I figure we're going under 60. Did you think the same thing? And if so, how long? I had, 
if you had pulled me as the bell rang, I would have said like 42 minutes would have been about where I had my expectation in that match. So I, I think that's a great guess. Yeah. It sort of made the most Sever sense. Sever one saying about the same as you, 45. Yeah. Everybody's Which is like, what? That turns out to be basically three commercial breaks or two commercial breaks, depending on how it, like you, that leads into the third one, I guess. So, um, yeah, I would, I expected it about to be, to not go to judges. I think I, I agree with you. If it, if it had been somebody that could have, you, you could see it going somewhere. I think that would have been like a, something that, that hangs over the match, but I think it was pretty, pretty much eliminated that as like, a way the stipulation was going to play out. My pal JS604 saying 30 to 35 seems likely. That was sort of where my head was at. Well, uh, yeah. Whatever, whenever it came into exactly, that's, that's what I had guessed <laughs> before this. <laughs> <laughs> I simply called it correctly. That's, that's my answer. And I know you were the same, Zoobs. Uh, for me, Zoobs, I, I, you'll remember when we did the after show for the first uh, Brian Danielson and Hangman page, I was quick to point out that I enjoyed the match. I thought it was very good. I easily thought Hangman, and, or sorry, Brian and Kenny was better. And I didn't really like the opening stands of the first Hangman and Brian match. You remember this? I do remember that. Well, yeah, it was a, I do very well. What an antidote this is. Does anyone on earth not think this is a better match layout? When we are, Brian Danielson didn't start doing the jumping jacks and exiting the ring until what, 20, 20 25 minutes of their last match? He's doing it from one because the crowd was surprisingly split here, wanting to cheer Hangman, but also wanting to cheer Brian. <laughs> and he, he is right to it. He bails out of the ring. It's the jumping jacks. It's the whole thing. I love the right to business version of Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. Easy for me to say that I prefer this match to their first encounter. Are you the same? Or uh, do you, do you the, the New Japan baby, like the long scale epic maybe a bit more than me? No, I, I'm very happy with it. Like getting to this and sort of the 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 way that this was going to work out basically in the bigger term for Hangman sort of in my head mm -hmm. was, was sort of like, you know, we, we often talk about, uh, I know you've talked about it before, is sort of that expectation of what the main event and title match slot means in terms of what the match delivers, sort of that level that they that they hit. And I thought in this one with the hour in his back pocket i really liked the way that hangman was different and sort of like appeared change and sort of his his mindset and the way that he worked this in in the climaxing moments of this match and sort of the things that he the thing that he learns to allow him to win it is sort of having that confidence in his back pocket that he'd gone the hour and in his mind won the match right he, he could argue that in his mind so he really had like a we talked about it before when he first became champion that he is he has changed as champion, right? He he is physically and everything about him is he sort levels of changed. Up. Absolutely right. And I feel again, he feels uh changed from the first time that they had a match where he sort of feels leveled up and sort of has said, you know, I'm I, I know how to beat this guy. I'm 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 I had to outlast him here and he's doing the jumping jacks, a uh, ton of blood. Uh I thought it was great pay off to the jumping jacks, hangman, crimson mask hitting them in the oh you've got cardio, I'm an iron man myself, you say in there. I thought that that was a very fun moment in this match. Um, somebody in the chat, I think it was Cardenza, saying a much clearer story in this one. I agree. Danielson punished for going to the outside. Oh, bail the outside, bail the outside. Finally, Hangman gets that uh, the Kevin Owens-style pop-up powerbomb into the apron. I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are probably owed a great credit to making that spot seem so impactful. Also, people might remember that when Kevin Owens, or sorry, rather when uh, Daniel Bryan at the time returned to SmackDown, the first thing he took was that from uh, Kevin Owens, the apron powerbomb. So a fun sort of 
bookmarking there. Uh is saying not them, but thank you for thinking I'm smart. You're welcome. Beautiful. In this clip, what is Big Show writing down? Asked Stone Cold DT. <laughs> uh, any ideas? What sort of what sort of uh, uh, notes was uh, Paul White taking? I love I love the idea of um thinking about what they were doing, like were they scoring it as points? Is it a point system <laughs> to them? Is it a, is it a moment? Like, Cause like you really don't understand. You really don't know what they're being asked to judge the end of the match on. Right. You don't really My know. My discord had a long discussion. Is this like the that. pride rules judging? Is this going to be the, the 10 point must system stolen from boxing? Is it perhaps going to be the TNA grand championship? Only 10, nine round system. I mean, there are a million different ways this match could have been commissioned, but I'm glad it didn't end up coming down to big show saying uh, what the score was. Jay's Reds are saying preferred the first one a bit, but they work so well as two connected stories and matches. Yeah, totally agree. And commentary is owed a great deal of credit for connecting them, I think, and explaining over and over why this match might go long. Oh, they've lost so much blood. They're more tired. This sort of thing. Great stuff, I thought. Yeah. Um, I liked the continuity of starting the show with this and starting, uh, you know, having set that up last time as it being it, it sort of having to start because you didn't know how long it was going to go. I, I liked the continuation of that. This one, where it's like, yes, they it didn't start with forty five minutes left. It didn't start with an hour left. It, you were like, this could you, you didn't know it, it was that this mystery. So, um, yeah, really, really nice payoff for me. And I, I'm if you're going to, we talked about this before at the end of the last match. If you're going to pay off that Danielson win. Um, I think this is earned. I think they really did. He, they earned him paying off the like who can beat Danielson when they when he comes in. Yeah, t- totally agree with all of that. I think Hangman was the right person to get this win and look amazing doing it. That flying clothesline into pin combination. I'm not sure I've ever seen that before. Ashton Kutcher, here's to you. Uh, don't you forget to sip the wine too. Hey, of course, redeeming. Uh, what are those things called? Bits, bit redeeming bits. Except for the work, man. Here's to you. Ash. Um. Yeah, Samfell's correctly putting out that matching suplex spot where they start on the awesome. inside, awesome. go to the apron, then to the floor, but they never they never let go of one another. It, it, I mean, I was about to say I've never seen it before, but it's sort of like the cactus clothesline in a suplex form. So, like, you've seen that mechanic before, but I'm not sure I've ever seen it with a suplex before. That got me out of my chair as I tweeted from the account, which, of course, you follow at wrestling underscore brain. It legitimately, I did this, I went, whoa! I mean, how often, you know, I watched two nights of Wrestle Kingdom and I didn't go, whoa, once, you know? Yeah, I was excited. I, I was excited. Excited to, ha- excited to have a win, too. I was, I watched this match in a very, with you, like, pumped, like, loved the situation they got the knee into, the kick out there, like, didn't yeah. seem excessive, didn't, didn't really seem, uh, you know, these things can get a little like, oh, he obviously kicks out of a finisher sort of stuff, but I thought, uh, I thought well served. Thankful to Ashton Kutcher here at saying having that much blood literally on TBS was very funny to me. Zoops, I'm going to use that as a transition. I'll ask you in the chat and chime in if they want. Is blood overused in AEW? Interesting question. Because it, thank you. I feel like there's two ways to approach it. Right? Is there is the like there is a lot of blood in the main matches, right? Usually, very often. Yeah. But it, it's sort of like not throughout the card. If you know what I mean? There's sort of like there's usually one per night where it's like there's going to be a, a major blood thing. But it's not as if it runs from from the length of the show, right? You don't get a ton in the back. Yeah, it's half not of the show. XPW or anything. Right. Chat says maybe a little bit. No, it's fun and I love it, says Botch Style Power Driver. A bit says Pace Foul. Slightly says Thomas W. Absolutely not, says Anfield Road. 
And Narcode saying Tony needs to open the forbidden door to Shibata. Yeah, I mean, you, you got more headbutts out of Brian Danielson and Hangman Page in a post-Shibata world tonight than I think you would have otherwise. I'll just say that. Uh, Paceball pointing out QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes was a bloodbath that had no business being. And uh, <laughs> Camarado, Dustin Rhodes. But you guys are going to believe it's, this about you don't Dustin understand, Rhodes. You don't understand. The Rhodes, the, the skin, that's not their fault. Yeah, they made a paper like the old man. It's just, oh, yeah. gust the wind, don't you? Oh, what do you say in the family? Who who are you talking? Uh, Dustin, Dustin Rhodes, in his in his like his his family. Yeah, he's related to Cody, his brother. Yeah, and Dustin's dad is Dusty Rhodes, right? The American Dream. The yeah, so a bunch of bleeders, a, a bunch of bleeders. No, they would have brought up if Cody and Dustin were related to Dustin. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <sighs> Land son of a former skin says. Maddie Mac, who of course our own Maddie Mac, the axe Maddie Mac, our mod Maddie Mac. And if you were thinking of saying anything transphobic, racist, homophobic, he'll have you out of here on your ass. If you're thinking, oh, maybe I'll say that, do not, don't even, don't even tread near the line. Maddie Mac will have you out on your ass. I thought this match was amazing. Yeah, yeah, a real beaut. TV match of the year, right? So far, yeah, no question, no question. I hate that joke. I can't believe I just did it. Well, at least this time I'm able to keep track of it. <laughs> to be the one time this year and maybe next week maybe next week i'll be able to i'll be able to remember yeah, compare directly to this match, when a thing then, happens yeah the next time we get to one that has a theme i'm gonna it's gonna be tough for me to remember no phobics allowed says dennis dirty work you're damn right unless you're uh impact phobic i'm okay if you you're, you have ptsd from watching tna from the years 2009 to 14 i i understand that <laughs> I get a little triggered when people, as if you remember when people were, uh, were trying to trigger me because Kenny Omega was, he's like, oh, I'm going to Impact now. Like, oh no, the good brothers at Impact are good, Josh. I can't think of one of my takes that they just like wine better than that. <laughs> that shit all sucked. It was dog shit. The, None of it was good. The, uh, yeah. That in the, that in the, like, the, um, the one that was, my favorite, my favorite one early was that, the factory was like going to be really beneficial for the guys. <laughs> Losing to Cody for three months was actually going to be awesome for the guys in the factory, and we didn't get you it. You were like, trust what me, this QT Marshall, the QT Marshall run faction is is exactly what these guys need. <laughs> Those were stinks. The acclaimed are backstage, Zoobs. Now Max Caster not rapping here, doing I'd say what was like a, a hip hop influence promo, a beat playing in the background, and he and Anthony Bowen speaking in the same or a more similar cadence i actually think i prefer this to the the outright sort of lame raps of, of max caster pretty tough it's pretty scary they say they're going to drop a viral video on those guys next week that's that was the official like what they're going to do right if somebody threatened you with making a viral video about you would you be afraid depending on who it was i probably i'd be like ah, i hope not like what if don't. i did what if well, i said i'm gonna make a viral video about you Zub? i trust your i trust your instincts pretty well and it went viral once yeah you can do it again. Probably not. Not with wrestling. There's nothing popular about wrestling. It's too pain. Because wrestling isn't only unpopular, it's like hated by people who don't watch it. Sure. But it looks like we're leading to... Are you losing the headband? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a uh, gift wrap. I thought you looked good. Thank you very much. A little tight on my head. Going forward to the acclaimed versus Darby and uh, Sting. It makes sense for Darby and Sting to get a win here. But does this feud do much for you? Um, I, I like the what was it night night before Christmas 
uh, Lightman Before Christmas was the yeah, it's Nightmare Before Christmas looking at pretty good. Yeah, I agree. That also, it's it's a, it's a better use of them than uh, the wrapping on the way to the ring because they did a I want to say they did a they did a viral video they dropped a viral video on Mox right Mox and Eddie when they first uh, oh viral I don't remember it sort of showed up on the scene. Well, listen, these are the the reality is things things all the time. You'd be surprised how many people have like twenty five thousand followers. That you're just like, I've never heard of you, and I don't know where this came from. Crazy yeah, those are the worst accounts there. The, the best accounts, if you have over a 1,000 followers, you're probably not a good account. I'm closing in on it. I'm going to delete again once I hit a 1,000. <laughs> I am. Every time I hit a 1,000, we reset. Yeah. Jump. Back back is something new. You don't want to have too many. You have, a good, you have the rule about never being verified, which I feel is wrong. Uh, no, I don't want to be verified under 10,000 followers. Because to me, that's, that's I, like... Yeah. That's like if, if you, <laughs> we needed to confirm who you were, like enough people would have to care about, right? <laughs> it can't be that important that people know who you are. <laughs> you know what? Touche. <laughs> Jay putting out the caster is a worse talker than rapper. He's the Gen Eddie for sure. What uh, Bowens will be fine. I thought Bowens came across better of the two of them tonight. I don't know who the Gen Eddie is on whole because I think caster hasn't beat on the. The charisma front where you land on that Zoops? who's the genetti to, to steal from our boys on uh, you Friday asking night? me to genetti me this uh, i am exactly doing that wow i think um i think bowens might be the genetti frankly i, I like bowens a... i like bowens probably better in ring but caster does like the he raps for tmz and stuff like he has That's like true. that crossover celebrity appeal um we'll see i could be wrong about that he could end up he could end up Genetting up. Tony Khan learning a lesson as last time we were talking about with Murder <laughs> Brian, as you remember, Zoobs, that, you know, what actually grips a casual viewer? Is it the wrestling match or the promo? So we lead the big match right into MJF versus Sean Dean, which really ends up just being an angle against CM Punk. Zoobs, you have something to say? Uh, the <laughs> chat is entirely against me. They all, they're all, they're all Bowen's. Uh, we got major caster is a genetic in the in the chat, which I totally respect. Okay. It's not a huge twist. I'm not like not not one that I feel the need to dig in on. You're probably right. Probably. I do not respect it. Yeah, people uh, watch more dark than I do, right? They watch more of these guys than I than I've seen. I mean, it would be impossible to watch less AEW dark than you, <laughs> right? So by, you could watch the same. If amount. they got a commercial yeah. for it, they would watch more AEW dark than you. A lot of a lot of people watch the same amount as me, but that's true. No, nobody watches but less. No one watches less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MJF for Sean Dean. Zoobs, I loved this sequence. Now, I know some people who are high on Sean Dean, so I don't know if maybe he was done dirty here. But uh, MJF for Sean Dean is now. CM Punk runs out for the interrupt. MJF does this thing where he runs away from CM Punk. CM Punk, because the match is still active, the belt has rung, gives the old GTS to Sean Dean. And what does that do, Zoobs? DQ. Sean Dean wins the match by disqualification. MJF is starting out the year with a loss. Zoobs, I thought this was very clever. Uh, I loved the promo between CM Punk and MJF. MJF saying that, oh yeah, you want to fight me or to fight Wardlow next week, I think is a perfect thing. I loved everything about this. Uh, Punk's line after MJF says, well, maybe I'll go main event Nadia then. And Punk goes, yeah, go ahead, main event night one of a buy one, get four free extravaganza. <laughs> I mean, great stuff out of these two, but especially the punk man, I thought. Dude, what did you think of the choice to the DQ win and the promo that followed? 
Uh, smart way to get into it. A smart way to get into it versus like advertising CM Punk Speaks Next. As much as that does excite, excite us, we get great stuff here in terms of promos uh, and just a really easy, small, inciting action. I, I think it really is smart to have that be the reason that Punk's doing it, right? It's sort of like you're not going to win a title if you lose every week. Sort of that like playing into that part of them both stating they want the title path and then playing into the way we know the company works where it's like whenever you need a story tool, you can point to the rankings, right? We talked about this early on as sort of um, the, the old one use they have is, is you can just like make something up out of them if you want to. And this is it's sort of a, a, another device for CM Punk to sort of use um, exactly. to get at MJF sort of that, that as you said on, the, on Twitter, brains in the chat for him in real time, uh, just sort of like taking advantage of the rules he's asked to play within. 100% very well said, Zooms. I'll also say that I'm very much looking forward to Punk Wardlow next week, but you talk about like the seeds it plants and the, the paths that it creates for people. I'm very much expecting MJF to low blow Wardlow uh, and give him the DQ win against Punk and give him one back next week. Is that what's going to happen here? Or are we going to get like a, a Wardlow-Punk actual match? I think, I think we might get an actual match. I, I don't know. It depends how far down this Wardlow face turn we all want. Uh, depends how far away we actually are from that versus you know how close we want to be to it. Um, yeah, I suppose what I'm predicting almost does spur off into MJF Wardlow quickly. But I thought tonight, both with Spears and MJF, Wardlow's outright teasing becoming a babyface. Yeah, like that, so, and maybe we are, maybe we are there. That, that'll be awesome. And that is sort of as like uh, I think that could be next week. Yeah, as a as a like you know clever way to get it somebody fuck you it's a very good way for cm punk to continue to get up on mjf he's like I, now you don't even have war like I, I can i'm good enough at the mind games and good enough on the mic that it's not even that i'm beating you at the mic i'm dismantling the protection that you've built around yourself i'm i've, I've fractured your team yes. i've i've used the system that we have in place here to like make this a worse experience for you until you give me the match and that's such a clever way to go about getting somebody like somebody who's said what their goal is, but has also said, I'm avoiding you. Like, mm -hmm. Well, then I am at the intersection of you and your goal. And uh, we'll see you there. Just great stuff all around. Will this feud go down as something akin to Kenny and hangman or even Eddie and punk? I think it is in that tier. I think every segment these two have locked up has been something I've greatly enjoyed so far. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this was back to a high after, um not treading water but in that in the in the couple of holiday weeks just sort of yeah last week was just kind of a down episode yeah exactly right um some big shots as you said some really great funny big shots that we'll remember uh and uh, i continue to love i continue to love the like the mjf like what's the these these aew fans it's it takes so little to get them split on somebody it takes so little because the, they want to recognize People being good at what they like. What's the thing he can do? And it's like constantly talk about leaving for WWE. It's so good. <laughs> well, and it is. Listen, no matter what you want to say about it, it is brave in a way. Like when he talks about the the bidding war of 2024, and I'm going to go over there and headline Mania. That actually does hit me in a certain way, where it's like this is more line stepy than being like Brian Pillman, your mom's a meth addict to me. Like this is this is the sort of wrestling interplay that it's like, is this allowed? That uh, at least really works for me. Hello to Mrs. Scott Montoya. Saying hello, everybody. A first time chatter uh, in the chat. Hello, Mrs. Scott. Mr. Scott Monty. Well, then I feel silly. silly. Uh, <laughs> Zoobs. I mean, I can't be. You, there's no, there can't these be any more words that read these Twitch it's, names. Than it's, me, impo right? it's impossible. It's great every Have time. Have I gotten one right ever? 
you uh, you got to get the Maddie Mac every time. I appreciate you bringing that up, but he is our mod and a friend of mine. So that, <laughs> that's why I remember we used to do this channel on YBT Zoops, and I was like, I got I got to change this. I got to change this. Obviously, I couldn't say it. it people, you know, it's your boy the. No, it's just the Zoobs. But your boy, the Zoobs? Makes sense that you go to say YT, Y B I can't even do it I now. Know. YBT Zoobs? I'm so just, bad at it. I could have just gone with the big with the big letters. With and the I'm bold. an okay orator. I'm yeah. not Zoobs. I'm no Dan Lambert. There's no getting around that. But I, I can hold my own. <laughs> Zoobs, let's get now into our first keep it or kick it of the evening, if you don't mind. Of course, keep it or kick it, Zoobs, a game or I. Josh Custodio, pull a prop from the wrestling world. And you, these Zoobs and the brainiacs in the chat must tell me. You want to keep that item, which means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, or you kick that item, which means you hate it, despise it, never want to see it again. Zoobs, do you and the chat understand the rules of keep it or kick it? I will say that with that great explanation, I absolutely do. Ashton Kutcher shouting out your bad childhood. Thank you. Thank you, Ash. Zoobs, our first of three keep it or kick it's tonight. When we have the discussion of the greatest mic talents in AEW, I feel like there's often three names brought up. CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, MJF, and the Brainiacs say Dan Lambert. Uh, but I think those are the three names that hover above the absolute top space of this company. And you can see the order that people have it listed in all different directions. And yet, I'm going to give a keep it or kick it that we're going to find out exactly where we stand. Zoobs, our first keep it or kick it tonight is as follows. Keep it or kick it. CM Punk is better on the mic than MJF. Excited to see. Excited to see where this goes. Maybe he knows it. <laughs> Not bad, eh? <laughs> now who's an orator? Keeps heavy keeps out of the gate. Just one kick from Stone Cold DT, but five straight keeps, and then three more, and then a kick, and then geez, six, seven more keeps, eight more keeps. So you're looking at twenty to two, ten probably ten percent kicks here, ninety ten, maybe higher on the keeps, my friend. One kick from Hillsborough. So keeping your keeping your ninety percent, pretty much right on the right on the money there. I'm right with the brainiacs on this one. I think over the stretch of four promo segments now, it's kind of plain as day to me that as great as MJF is, some of CM Punk's criticisms of him are he is more one note than CM Punk. He has a very classic heel thing that he does at juggle and like play with reality and flex a little more. I think it's become kind of clear to me that as great as MJF is on the mic, and while I think he's a great future uh, star for this company, I do think it's kind of clear that CM Punk is in front of him. Yeah, well put. Well put. No, I think uh, I think it's interesting the the way this is the way this has uh, gone about sort of week in and week out and the and the depths and the levels that we're traveling to. It's uh, AEW has been a funny company like that. We I think you, you sort of really do see. Um, sort of these challenges laid in front of guys sometimes when you, when you sort of zoom out a little bit. I think MJF's a great example of it. Um, they sort of throw him, you can sort of see based on what he's been doing, sort of the, the trust and the test they're putting him through, right? Like leading, leading yeah. a faction and, and, and going up yep. and, and, and trying to pull things out of Pillman Jr., trying to pull things out of Darby Allen, trying to like um, lead and follow. And now you sort of see him and now it's like basically a, not a level up thing, but I guess it is sort of a level up thing. Like can, he can is now, no now, longer the big dog on the whole. Right now, it's like, are you hitting the? Are you hitting the absolute top? Right, you're sort of you stood out amongst well, uh, the guys that we have are hoping stand out. You've really stood out there. Now it's sort of, 
are you into this legends tier that that we are seeing now that's a part of this card it's interesting and and cool like as as much as i agree that punk is better on the mic it, it is um even that it's a conversation is like an enormous is an enormous um positive thing to, to mjs favor 25 love what narcode said about it here zoom saying that punk is not only more cerebral but he makes mjf look a bit more like a character and i think that's kind of what i'm trying to say mm. uh punk down in reality maddie max saying reminding us mjf is 25 absolutely i just think that there are plenty of lists we get on the twitter timeline feed that have mjf in the top spot and i i don't know that after this feud that is all that yeah. that's what this is about. beautiful unreal that max is even in this conversation he is. He is truly great. Zooms, we finally get a little Zooms made on this show. Uh, a babyface Chris Jericho promo. <laughs> yeah, man! <laughs> I refuse to do one of the hair dye jokes on the, on the timeline because there are a lot of them. But I was like, ah, this is a little mean. But, but boy, I was... It looks That's not the best. <laughs> just embrace the. Listen, I, I I've been premature grace since I'm seven. I, just just leave it. You, you don't need, you don't need to make it look like you're dumping oil paint on your head. You know, you just it's okay. We're, Man, we're it. it's it's too bad. You know, we just said all that stuff about MJF, and we just talked about like that zone they get in where it's like, you know, can is that too far? Can he say that? And, some, and right after this, I'll tell you this, Josh. I'll tell you this. Right after this promo. My thought was like they have Matt Lee on a leash where like you don't want Matt Lee telling Chris Jericho what he looks like right now. <laughs> right? You don't want that. You don't you don't want you don't want Matt 2.0 to actually respond to the square pencil. Like are you kidding me? You you want to go? Who looks like what is your argument right now? <laughs> Draw attention to what our heads look like? Like your head looks normal at, at all? <laughs> This is the this is the the of all people in the world. (laughs) This is the guy whose problem with somebody else is the way that their head looks. (laughs) And okay, it needs to be said. Now listen, we're we're Matt Lee homers around this and two point oh. I mean, sometimes I feel like Jeff Parker gets forgotten. No, Matt Lee is a bit more memorable, but I don't feel like Jeff Parker is any sort of Genetti. In fact, I feel like the chemistry of two point oh and the way they genuinely do the finish each other's sentences thing is is very endearing. So not no disrespect to Jeff, but. Hard to discount Matt Lee, man. I, I don't know how these people are on screen with him keeping a straight face. Like, oh, yeah. I don't understand it. This guy <laughs> brings me a mirth and a joy when he is on screen. Now, listen, if you if you are people who shit on, on Bill Goldberg or Ryback, you're not allowed to enjoy Matt Lee because it's the same thing. It's just someone <laughs> screaming nonsense into the camera. So spare me. But Matt Lee has a, a magnetism that I, I can't explain it. When he's just shouting at Jericho, you know me, I, I got the pages and pages of notes for this show every week. I, I don't take many notes for the people. I was thinking, because what's the point? He's not saying it isn't the 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 actual material of the promo. It's the delivery and the emphasis and the the back and forth between he and Jeff Zoobs after the horribly flat Jericho promo on them. Did you enjoy the 2.0 burial on him as much as I did? Yeah, because I was, as you can see, I even just watching it on there, just looking at Jericho it was like. I was I was doubled over. Like don't get involved here. He looks completely ridiculous. He looks completely ridiculous and you know coming out and trying to get trying to get pencil what trying to get pinhead and and squarehead over as like chance and squarehead. not even and not even really working. Chance not really knowing what 
what he wants them to do, like w- what they're supposed to chant on and in what rhythm. Uh, yeah, my 2.0 guys. It was like, this was, I, I really felt pure joy in this part of the show. I'm not going to lie to you. From how ridiculous and bad Jericho was to Matt Lee coming out. And I, as I said, I could, you could feel it as like, man, Matt Lee has to go along with the pinhead squarehead thing right. like he he can't imagine it, if he was just allowed to fire back right this exactly right imagine right like you know disaster. that's the thing that's the exact thing i thought i was like man okay like get, and this is the problem with battling a guy like nat lee how do you beat him he could just say the dumbest he could just, chris jericho you look like you don't get that drink no maple syrup and it's just like <laughs> oh yeah great like any he's just shouting it's the best i love it let big magic loose. Says Matty Mac. I agree. <laughs> I'd like to personally apologize to Ryan Shap for bringing up that good for nothing bastard, Bill Goldberg. Yeah, he he must have an alert. But you got to remember, he can't, the guy had just Bret Hart's career. Yeah, it's true. Inarguable. Face Jericho just doesn't work. Says Funny. both good friend Jake and Jay Iggs. It's it's tough to argue. Um, he's a bit in no man's land. I hope eventually we can get to him and Eddie in singles. I think that there is some, uh, any case they can bring you into the sort of less clear dynamic zone and, and just make it about aggression and matching. And maybe that can pull something cool out of Jericho. And I think the match could actually be decent between you remember when Chris Jericho fought evil and it was like way better than we all expected. I can see something like that happening with Eddie. Mm. Sure. Jericho did kick Goldberg's ass backstage. That's also true. Thank you to Ashton Kutcher pulling it all together. That's true. Uh, t- Hitsmerl pointing out Jericho was always calling Lambert a fat-faced dipshit. Loves to comment on heads. I think it's just the thing that he's looking at while he's talking sometimes to these guys. <laughs> that, that probably is it, right? He's just like, right? no, no, I'm Chris Jericho. I'll just go out there exactly, and do it on the exactly fly. Right. Like I'm, looking at I'll go out face. there and wing it, and then they show up, and he's like, you stink, and your you're head's stupid done. Head. Yeah, yeah. That's almost exactly what I assume is. Um, yeah, it's happening. Jericho shot on Bill Goldberg. He did it for the hitman. That's true. Yeah, Jericho's out of ideas, Jake, as his end of face. Um, it does sort of feel like he's at he's sort of at an at a like what what what's he what's he searching for here at this part of his career? What what sort of things is he even really trying to do? Before we get to this next undisputed era promo here, so I'll just let everybody know this Saturday is on TBS Battle of the Belt, Cody versus Sammy Guevara 2, Riho versus Britt Baker, something else. But most importantly, the A-Double Dudes on a Saturday. Zoobs and I doing a post-show for Battle of the Belts this Saturday. So if you were tuned into that program, or even if not, it starts at the same time as Dynamite. We will only be going an hour because I have somewhere to be after after the the hour. But we'll go 60 minutes after a 60-minute show. These Zoobs and I on a Saturday, come join us. 60-minute timer on the screen. It's a one-hour stream. There will be a countdown on the screen that shows 60 minutes. So if Zoobs and I are lingering, it's like... Oh, you know, Sammy Vera, he's kind of, you know, reminds me of PWG. You, you just say, like, cut the shit guy. Yeah. We'll understand. One hour show. That's right. One hour yeah, show in the hour Dynamite time show. slot, right? So it's be 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific. That we're on. Yeah. Five minutes for, for Battle of the Belt itself. So uh, I'll be honest, I'm not really looking forward to the show, but I'm, of course, excited to, to do the stream afterwards. So, I just learned uh, about this Saturday. all the matches that are going to be on it. So there you go. All of them. Rampage on Friday looks loaded, and then they got the special on Saturday. It looks so much worse. It's weird, but uh, the undisputed era are backstage. Fish, Cole, O'Reilly reunited. Although, wow, they're already really teasing Kyle O'Reilly not getting along with Cole. Him looking a little pissed off and dejected during this promo. You like seeing these guys together, Zoops? What'd you think of this promo? 
Well, I, I think I think it may be in service of this group to immediately pull the trigger on that with with Cole and Fish, with Cole and O'Reilly. To be honest with you, I think yeah. I think don't let's, if if that's the angle we're doing anyway, let's not let's not have it take a year. Let's have Kyle show up immediately and be like, "Hey, man, no, like." It makes way more sense out the gate, right? Yeah, he's like, I needed I, when I my first night here and the first first month here. It was like it was nice to have you by my side, but we we've done this, and I don't want to I don't want to do this. That, I think that would be much better in service of them versus. I mean, maybe they're gonna do a, a, a you know they're gonna do UE versus the elite. They're gonna they, maybe they do drag it out, but I would I would be open to seeing that happen really quickly. I think that would be a neat way to go about it. Yeah, and Red Dragon versus Young Bucks is must happen, must see. Um, hell, I might even get into the begging for a triple threat with them and FTR at some point. If, they, if, next. If, if we can get some tag, if we can get the tag team division, the focus of the show, it really would be quite good. Every time you talk about tag teams, you're sort of like, oh yeah. I, tag, tag again, another take of mine people did not like. Lots of good tag teams in AEW. Not what I'm saying. But countless. But we don't get to see them wrestle each other. Yeah. Yeah, where are the, where are the tag team storylines? To be frank, not to derail the whole show. What are we? What are we doing here? You'll never say it better than the zooms. If you'll try, you fall flat on your face, and that's a damn example. Why? What are we doing here? Says these zooms. The shout out to homeless cats. Now zooms Wardlow versus Antonio Zambrano up next. Zooms, you always got your eye on the Indies. Uh, you want to fill me in on Tony Zambies here? Who's Antonio Zambrano? Well, um, he is uh, sort of the dawn of this crime family. Um, He's married to uh, Carm and sort of, sort of like a QT Marshall type. <laughs> oh, Zambra! You know, I no. Uh, listen, we got we got <laughs> we got a Wardlow squash. I'm into it. Antonio Zambrano getting a chance though here, and again playing heel. Antonio Zambrano, the only local jobber you'll see, bail the outside and like mug to the camera. Uh, but then uh, Sean Spears hits him with the what's he call his Death Valley driver? C4 he hits him with the C4. Uh, he rolls him into the ring and he says, "Come on." Been on Wardlow, but Wardlow wants to get his licks in. He hits him with a couple power bombs, much to the dismay of Sean Spears, and we get another Wardlow-looking good squash match on TV. I'm a fan of squash matches, as you know, Zoobs, and uh, I thought this was another one. I always want to know, because listen, I'm with you, and I've, and I've been loving the slow burn that people have pointed out, him listening to the fans to do more power bombs, the slow, like, if it pays off next week, it's going to be worth it, because they've really done a good job in the last little bit of making him, like, really seem like a powerhouse i always just I, I always want to know like how you go about booking a match against a jobber when you are wardlow right and sort of like what the process is and why more guys aren't doing it right how do you just not be an asshole yeah well, it's like no no i'm gonna just you know yeah i'm gonna go ahead and run my record up by fighting zambrano why, why wouldn't anybody could do this i would do it i thought this was fun uh spears was gonna be a good follow feud for babyface wardlow I'm a big fan of having feuds in the can, as people know. And with Wardlow, they can pull that trigger and go MJF and Spears whenever they want. Spears makes sense as like a lamer muscle for MJF. So I just like everything that they're doing here. I thought uh, good on all fronts. It's going to work. I think the Wardlow thing's going to work. I think a big baby face, big, big meat slapping baby face, I think could work. I think something they're missing. Up next, Zoobs, was the TBS final. But first, it's time to play a little game, Zoobs. It's time to do a segment around these parts it's time for zooms and i to get a little negative you got the video zooms i think so it feels like it'd probably be a little bit loud based on okay you know. my you know be careful if it's a little bit loud but let's get into it it's that doesn't work for me brother 
Oh, yeah. I didn't know the theme song. Sorry. <laughs> oh, what's that? I didn't, I didn't have the theme song. I apologize. Oh, do you want I me did. to sing it? Yeah, let's hear it. You might expect a little positivity. Josh C. and the zoo. Two guys who love the business like no other. But sometimes things are bad. Shooters gotta shoot. That's why this segment's called That Doesn't Work For Me, Brother. Beautiful. Oh, I see what happened. Hold on. I'll, I'll play this song. Because you, no, you sang it so beautifully, I feel like I have to play it now. About it. Here we go. I'm going to roll it. You might expect to hear positivity from Josh C. and the Zoops. Two guys who love the business like no other. But sometimes things are bad. And shooters gotta shoot. That's why this segment's called That Doesn't Work For Me, Brother. Beautiful. Beautiful. In case anybody's wondering where, where the inspiration of the music comes from, right on, right there. That's an off, off the dome. I love that. Yeah. Well, it's easy when you write it. And <laughs> then you're just like, oh, I'm just, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> if I had a guitar here, I could have done the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> we love Matt Prince around here. Yeah, that's, that's my brother. Oh, you're wearing a King of Sports shirt, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm bumming around. Well, in Mark. Bumming around on this so all day. Probably stinks terrible. Oh, my goodness. Did you catch any of the Wrestle Kingdom nights? Not yet. No, I have not. I have not. God, I just remembered. No God, one's no I one do... buzzed. No one buzzed to me. Two days went. Two days went by. And no one. No one reached out and said, "Hey, man, don't miss blank." So I have so much to say about it, but I'm going to save it for the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/j0shc. Go jump into my Discord. Talk with the smartest people in wrestling, the damn hunks, and uh, get my Wrestle Kingdom review once the third night's done. As well as my uh, annual year-end rankings came out at 500 plus matches, ranked one to seven with a forward block by Blake Murphy. Go check that out. Five dollars a month. Patreon.com. J zero SHC Zoobs. We're into that doesn't work for me, brother. The segment where, of course, we positive people who love AEW get to bring up something in the wrestling world that we do not like, be as negative as we like, and then put the cap on it in a segment we call that that doesn't work for me, brother. Zoobs, who's going first this week? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Please. Listen, for me, an easy one. Um, Tony Khan in a, in a blaze of in a blaze of tweets, which you hate to see, oh. just ma- acting the fool uh being made to be an idiot right just sort of like in a way that you're just like ah sometimes i sometimes i tweet thank you tony when there's good cards or something fun just as a funny thing i just say thanks man as if we're friends <laughs> on twitter yeah, right which is a good bit it's a fun bit and you're just like ah dude you suck ass that sucks when 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 big swole comes with a a, a very valid conversation about how she felt about an environment uh any but i'll say this as a blanket statement anytime tony khan is quote tweeting fightful i'm not loving it (laughs) even (laughs) if it is a dunk even if it's a dunk i'm i don't love the like uh, this website wrote about us and here's what i have to say about it i like i like the match announcements and the cool stars coming over um abab absolutely right all billionaires at the end of the day he's a billionaire absolutely right and you and you don't get to the situation without being a bit of a fucking absolute nutbag um and it's fun to pretend (laughs) it's fun to pretend that isn't reality right but i guess this was one of those reality and and uh, as you said in the intro to this, we are we are <clears throat> very kind to this show. We're very kind to this company. We're kinder than a lot of people are. I, I notice, and and people get into fights. Get on called homers on Twitter, and we are whatever. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a fun show to watch. I don't care. Like it, it's I'm I'm old enough that like it doesn't matter to me that somebody else thinks I like the show too much. That's great. Um, but that also comes with the the, the bad spoonfuls every now and then of just like uh 
never you can never you can never give it all of you right you can never be a, never be 100 percent. you never gonna be like i i stand by anything tony khan ever says or does right you can't be that person He's like, yeah really stupid like like some legitimate thoughts about how somebody felt but how they were represented in a company and then you just be like here's five people of color that i've elevated and i'm a person of color and i totally understand why his brain would think that way because he's a billionaire and he runs the company and and he doesn't ever think they should be criticized but uh you just hate you just hate an ass being shown like that you're just like Ugh. yeah the i have black friends energy uh, that we the whole thing about stupid. it it's just it's just uh, like uh, wish this wish this wasn't happening <laughs> as horrible as that was on tony i thought you really got to see some greatness out of leo rush who no matter what company he's a part of he's gonna be a voice of of exactly what he thinks in situations like this and i i admire it man i i was impressed with leo rush's yeah um Absolutely. So yeah, that was that was an easy one. That's an easy one for me. Tony can log off. He is he has he's a form poster right through and through. And and you get you get the good and the bad of that. Um, that he is uh, he has the dream match brain, but also um, he will like flame more for for some reason. <laughs> it's like a horrible city poster. for me. Horrible posters brain. Anyway, easy one for me this 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 time. What do you have? What doesn't work for you, brother? Zoobs. There's an archetype in wrestling that is part of my relationship to wrestling that is missing in the current scheme. Listen to these names. Earthquake. Bubba Ray Dudley. The Unbelievable Headhunters. Viscera. Vader. These are all wrestlers I love and also big fat guys. (laughs) Where are the big fat guys at the top of the card in wrestling? This is like people who have just been erased from the, the wrestling scope, yet they were pushed as Yakuza headline to WrestleMania. Like these, these Yokozuna, what did I say? <laughs> Yakuza. Yakuza. Yokozuna. Yakuza, sorry, my apologies to Yokozuna. Yokozuna headlined a WrestleMania. They were pushed as, as beasts, unstoppable monsters, unbeatable in Royales and Rumble. They have been, they are, they have disappeared from the landscape. This is an archetype that I like, I think is a, is an understandable sort of strength if you've worked in a warehouse or with truck drivers before you know the innate power of some of these guys like there, there is something to it the it's something that was in wrestling and now for whatever reason i don't know if it's a, a presentation thing or the the modern the modern sphere chat saying bear country bear country not even close 150 pounds less than yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say i get the spirit of bear country but not even close not even close really no the dude every time i die like that's not i i still want to find out like you people are thinking like ishi you're thinking like vader you're thinking like a yes. like a giant man a huge guy viscera yeah. a, a an attraction wrestler viscera splash like he could have killed you like yeah. there are and this is I don't know if it's a, like a modern beauty standards thing or a, what companies think will sell, or maybe it's just a coincidence. But this is an archetype in wrestling that I personally, a bunch of wrestlers that I love, fall into, and there just isn't a next generation of for whatever reason. I, I'd like to see that rectified. So lack of, of uh, big fat guys in wrestling, that doesn't work for me, brother. Um, what do you, th- what, what, if I had asked you what you attribute that to, because I have my own sort of pet theory that I've done no research about and I've just heard about and I'm formulating it in the snap decision second. But for me, my first thought on that is the style now is so athletic that it's like almost it's almost impossible for their for them to be asked to do what they have to do now. You're um, right. 
Yep. Is that is do you think do you think I'm probably close on that? I think at the mid tier you are, but I think if you get to to Vader or either of the headhunters, I think if you look at Vader HBK, that again it's a slower, less version of today's style. But I think it's something approximating what that could look like today, right? So so I think you're right in the mid tier, but at the the high end, I think you could still have breakthroughs. People saying Puff, but yeah, Puff isn't pushed anywhere. Puff was on Dark once. Yeah. Now, Ken Stell said the closest you're getting are, to those guys are Jeff Cobb and Keith Lee. And I think here is, the, is where my brain, I click into what you're talking about, is the idea that we're talking about is not... The thing about Jeff Cobb and Keith Lee is like, I can't believe a big guy is doing that. They're deeply athletic. Like, we want... The sh- all we this want guy is can't a, do a leg drop. I can't believe there's a guy that big. Is, is the... A one hundred percent of the of of it, <laughs> and you can get good matches where that's the mechanic. As much as when somebody is very small and you're selling it as the speed, like there are plenty of great matches with guys like this. Like they're right. They, we're so poisoned by like the modern indie work rate thing, just being like, oh, it has to be PWG. Because there's so many. There are all Japan insane matches where people do five moves. <laughs> like there, there's so many different versions of this that I just think that we don't even get to find out if those guys get to fit in the modern sphere. Like it, it's it, they don't even get to play ball. We don't get to get the question answered. So uh, I love this. I love this. I feel, I feel I feel passionate about it. I love this. I, I watched that. I don't know if you saw me tweet it out. It got zero interaction, which bummed me out because that wrestling brain Twitter is good. But the the there is an insane triple threat tag in uh, IWA Japan featuring the Headhunters that is mandatory viewing. If you want to see a top rope leg drop to a ramp from a four hundred pounder, go back in our Twitter feed and watch that. You need like a you need like a you need like an NFL offensive lineman. That's that's what you need to pluck, right? Yes, Calvin Tankman is the closest thing to a modern guy, but again, he's shorter. You need yeah, you need like the energy. Yeah, you need like a, a, a like a college football nose tackle that was just like his being a big fella was all he needed, right? D two college football nose tackle. That's where I would look for it. That, I think you're you're bang on the money. I, lo- I love this take. I'm with you 100 percent. 100 percent brother if i got the zooms in my wind i can face the world you know that's all that's all i need to say so let's get back to the dynamite review if we can zooms a great that doesn't work for me brother loved yours as well <laughs> a lot of a lot of that doesn't work for me brother in new japan lately but uh more on that the behind the paywall jade cargill versus ruby soho i love the god save that bitch jacket mm-hmm. uh ruby soho entered wearing here i thought it was uh funny evocative of sort of the energy she did attack this match with this match came out the gate really good. I thought there were good parts. I used to criticize uh, Dana Brooke all the time. She was a wrestler who's in a rare breed where you, you could see her fuck up her own finisher reliably. Hmm. Where it's like, you gotta be able to do the one thing. And we got that out of Jade Cargill tonight. Now, granted, it was an avalanche version, but, but you can't look at that or the roll-up sequences and tell me that that's somebody... Uh, who's maybe ready to be a wrestling champion on TV. Now, I certainly don't think that's going to how they're going to book Jade Cargill, but I have to admit, Zoobs, as I'm a, I'm a diehard for Jade Cargill, at the end of this match, I did kind of think like we made the wrong decision. Interesting. I, I'm interested to see where it goes from here because um, the way this played out sets up, does set up sort of a weird, a weird precedent. We, now we have, we have Ruby not, you know, she gets, she's unable, she gets screwed, but she's sort of unable to get it done as well. And it's like, you, I don't know um aside from continuing sort of this jade 
Ron, she beats up some goobers here and there uh, for the next little bit. I don't know what, I don't really know what this is going to look like and what it's going to be um, in a way that I think I talked myself into Ruby before we got here, which is funny because I was, I was Jade the whole way here. And I think right at the end, yeah, um, right at the end, seeing it, watching it go out, it was like, mm, I don't know. Maybe it will you be. You know what, though? We entered this tournament saying this is going to be the referendum on Jade Cargill. Right. That, that's what we were doing here. And I think we got the answer to some degree. But, but again, when you're, if you're in a situation like this, what do we always praise Paul Heyman for? You turn up the positives and you mute the weaknesses. If we're putting the belt on Jade Cargill tonight, why on earth are we going competitive, making her look bad against Ruby Soho? This should be a four-minute match, like all of her matches should be. We play up the star power. We, up the, we play up the bravado. She's crushing people on the roster. And behind the scenes, She's at the at a wrestling school learning learning the ropes. So next time we see her, she can be greatly improved. Um, you want these things to play more like Hook has, and I feel like Jade Cargill has it at least for me. Right, I think that's a great comparison. I think that's a great comparison. The, the Hook thing is is he is showing up and he is just can he gets better every time you see him and is sort of crushing his way through everything. Um, interesting. The the split. The split of this of how these two titles are going to split and the direction we're going here um, right. is going to be very is going to be very interesting as to, as to sort of what goes where and and what takes precedence um, who who aligns into what division especially um, you know with with where Ruby is going now having lost to both of them. It's tough to know. Um, now it does look like Ruby is set up for another shot at Brit if we're to believe that sort of backstage beatdown. I don't know if that was just an excuse for Riho to sort of get her shine to sell the match on Saturday. But uh, I took that as Britain. Her will probably cross paths again, right? Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a money program for them to to to, to go to. And you want to continue to build um, credible challengers for for Brit, which you sort of have now sort of laid out three of them, I think, in her in her path that you can look at to say any one of those could be a bit of a changing depending on how they want to work with her relationship to Jamie and 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 mm-hmm. her goons you can sort of make that change now at any time coming up in these next depending on where they go in the next few feuds speaking of goons i liked the mercedes martinez run in and the thunder rosa save that's a great first feud for mercedes martinez frankly her and thunder rosa probably has my attention more than anything going on in either title scenes now um but very much looking forward to that i like ashton kutcher's take here jade can be a brock lesnar style champ for a while where she barely defends the belt yeah and i think that almost serves her character too traction worth money this sort of thing mm-hmm. so good stuff there um i'm curious to see where jake cargill goes yeah I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with this belt what, what this sort of turns into and is this is this this does lead to you know uh a tay conte story is that is that what ends up sort of being the, the heck is that uh, I don't know, but McDonald's, I'm loving it. What was that? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, Zoom's here. He's, he's, he wants to sing a little on this show, too. He's like, hey, I'm, the, I'm Mr. Music around these parts. Yeah, tunes all thing. over the place. Anyway. Um, uh, Sam Fell saying, Rosa Mercedes might continue their tradition of the best women's feuds not involving the title. Yeah, this this would be in that spirit because I, I think that match and program, frankly, can rule. I don't have a huge. I, I'm clear. It's clear to me that I have never seen Mercedes Martinez's best match. Right? She's somebody that mm. I every time mm. I see her, it always feels like I'm. She's being talked about in a place that I wasn't. You know, I, I get I run into that a lot. Right? Whereas like Mercedes, sure. yeah, I just see her here, here, and here, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't watch any of those things. 
I, all I ever got was sort of the the hype and not the matches. So I'm I'm excited to have her introduced just as as I was with Serena Deeb, right? You sort of like oh, I'll I'll give this a chance, and 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 Serena Deeb was one Hug of my favorite parts arm. of the show. So uh, absolutely, in so many ways, Zoom, you were a treasure to this program. But I think in that specific way, I think you were very uh, evocative of the majority of the Dynamite viewer. I think you are almost basically spot on. You have a familiarity with the biggest names on the indies, you, WWE from a certain era, NXT hardcore for a certain era, New Japan hardcore for a certain era, and then AEW a lot. I think that's actually a giant swath of, of who's watching the show. So I, I like the answer. Yeah, good to know. Serena Deeb is backstage with Jim Ross. I thought this is a little confusing. I love the Jim Ross interviews. He asks like two questions and this becomes a Serena Deeb to the camera promo. Are we to believe like there was just nothing good that came out of the JR interview? I, I was a little confused by this. <laughs> I didn't think of that one. I didn't think of it that way. Thick but- Flair, our own Paul, host on the channel, subscribed. Thank you, Paul. Tune in this Friday after Rampage. You can see the man in action. A solo show, I think, this week without Sick Nick. Uh, go see Paul. See what he has to say following an excellent Rampage on this Friday night. Pumped up Rampage. Once Pumped again. up, baby. And then that dumpy card on Saturday. Yeah, that card doesn't look any good, but we're going to make it good. Still, we're tuning in after. I mean, that card. Hang on. Erase the last part. That card looks great. <laughs> My fault. I shouldn't call it. I shouldn't call it dumpy. There's. It's, it might have wrestling. Hi, Paul says many men. Hello to Paul. Uh, but I, again, I, I see people saying that they're not interested in uh, Deeb and Sheeta for a fourth time. I am looking forward to that on next. Give me it. Give me it. Give me it. Give me, give me, give me. Brian Pillman Jr. versus Malachi Black. Way more even than I thought. I thought this was going to be Malachi kicks him in the head and Julia Hart turns. I was wrong on both counts. Yeah, what? Yeah, what? I feel like I miswatched this, to be frank with you. Did this flop or am I, did I, the end of this thing, what was this? The lights go out and nothing happens. Am I, am I wrong? Well, the, sorry, the lights, the lights went out, but then he, he teleported. Out of so the he, ring. They, they were rushing the ring and he was like, okay, gotta catch me. Right. That'd be a cool thing to be able to do. You remember Nightcrawler from the X Men? You assume you'd never lose a match. Well, but could you win? I don't, is that a good offensive move? Well, yeah, yeah, always behind the guy and all, and all your moves are that's kicks. Good. I think that's pretty helpful. I guess it depends how good his aim is. I'm sort of thinking, oh, I can sort of aim up for the ramp. But mm. yeah, if you could pick your spot, that's true. Yeah, you would. He should be champion. Slow rolling the Brody Kane introduction. And lights went out in the main event. Was that an accident or was that a thing that, right? I can only take that as someone thought they were supposed to turn off the lights there and it was a mistake. You remember when AEW used to be littered with like audio cues? We just forget <laughs> yeah. about that. Or when you get the arena audio, not like the beginning of this show or anything. Uh, but the, it was a disaster. But a little less. I can't believe I could, I could have controlled your audio with my keyboard the whole time. That's why. A lot of power in your hands. Elefino. The power is also in the Brainiac's hands. I would encourage you, if you're watching right now, drop a follow, drop a subscribe. Wrestling fans, no wrestling fans, go tell somebody that Zoobs and Jay-Z are on here, breaking down the damn shit. And, oh my god, I must say, returning favorite, not for the podcast listeners, my old podcast, the hit segment, Sunday Night Tweet, coming back, here for the Double Dudes, Wednesday Night Tweet, closing out the show tonight before the post-show show. Wednesday night tweet. I can't wait. It's gonna be a lot. Of- I'm I'm and I'm on the I'm on the hot seat for that one, right? Yeah, but when, don't worry, no one ever gets any of them. And I, I don't want easy one. 
This is going to be, a, I'm probably going to be a zero. I, I guess I get a zero on this. JMO went five for five once, and it was like an enormous deal. People were losing. Uh, I love giving Ruby Soho a post-match promo later. So she has the match, she loses. She's backstage with Shivani. She gets interrupted by Britt, uh, who attacks Ruby, who's saved by Riho. I like this, actually, quite a bit. I like this spot. After a match, let somebody do a losing promo. Yeah, sure. And, and, and as you said, it moves it right along right away. You don't have to dwell on the Jade loss, basically, at all. She can't even get how she feels with Jade loss out of her mouth, and it's already moved on so sort of some of that worry that you have about her um how will losing this affect ruby's status like it's already she's already moved on to brit like basically immediately zooms i'm sorry to no sell you here we need 500 brains in the chat for jay this man who is so potent in our chat i believe has figured out the blackout in the main event now jay ig says in the chat so i gotta scroll up I wouldn't be surprised if there was supposed to be a Black and King attack on the Lucha Brothers at the end until the arm break. So they call the audible Jurassic Express, but nobody tells the guy who's supposed to dim the lights. Mm. That makes a lot of sense to me. Wow. Super brains. That makes... Jay, once again, uh, you, you, you say things in the chat that I go, maybe I should just say that, pretend I didn't see it. The, the highest compliment I can give. We'll do that from now on. Yeah, we should just you Jason keeps saying them in the chat, li- but it's enough. People listening to the podcast don't know that Jason's even here. Like, that's such a good point. Yeah, yeah sorry, Jay, you're never getting credited for any of these great things again. <laughs> Zooms, you know what I was thinking? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put this at the beginning of the show too. It'll be the first thing you say, so people immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think he's got it though. I think that's an excellent shout. Uh, the always savvy Jay eggs in the chat. Great call, Jason. Uh, but the blackout happened before the arm thing, so that was all, Jason. Um. <laughs> uh, Zoobs, the most lip dick piece of programming I've seen on AW, maybe ever. Aaron Solo coming at Hook. Ay, caramba. Hard to watch. And using Aaron the... Solo tweet quoting Taz, already my worst moment of the year. Soon it's going to uh, be Solo, we can't hear him, folks. That's. <laughs> incredible to say uh Zubes, if can i quote aaron solo here yeah i want to hear that. i'd love as much of the promos you have i'd love to hear it here's aaron solo uh with his own convention on taz hook's father's uh much better promo here's aaron solo saying stretch me if you can i'm a nice man Survive if i let <laughs> making me wonder if he's ever seen the fucking taz promo uh what I mean, this was, I, I feel like you lost the match already. Like, if you're, if you're coming with this, it's over. Well, you, you un- can't, unquestionably. You can't like, your dad is one of the coolest guys ever. Let me do the worst take ever on his promo on you, the much cooler guy than me. It's a disaster. I mean, he is obviously losing the match in, in short order. That's, that much is obvious. Even, even with QT there? <laughs> I can't wait. Hook, appointment, appointment viewing is Hook. Chop top is a nice man. Beautiful. Right in the middle Hobbs of your right in the right in the middle of your impression. If you can believe that. Hobbs versus Dante for next Wednesday. I'm excited about that one. That's pretty hot. That's pretty hot stuff. Zoops, let's get into this main event. 
Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Brothers. Before we talk about the ending, which is all anybody's going to talk about from this match, phenomenal TV match. You know me, I'm not, I'm not Mr. Super High Kickout Bump City match, but this was that, and I really enjoyed it. I Up until uh, the sort of gruesome arm break on poor Ray Phoenix, got a really excellent match going on. I again, I haven't ever, I haven't seen the arm break, so I'm hoping to not see it. To be honest with you, didn't really see it, so I'm happy. Uh, yeah, you, you were, you were saved. His arm just goes the wrong way. Uh, um, you know that was like, yeah, yeah. So what you're telling me is his arm breaks. I get it. That's yeah. I, to me, gross. that's a broken arm. Does yeah. anybody is, is Tony Khan's actually pretty good about putting out comments after. If anybody wants to check in the chat and see if Tony's put out anything. I don't know that it was a confirmed broken arm, but you you look at it, that's a broken arm. It's not a fixed arm, you know what I mean? Um, uh, I'll say this. Uh, yeah, good match. I, I thought I thought I think we talked about this earlier in the show. It's like we're talking about give us the tag team storylines. The tag team matches with this tag team division, very difficult to not have good matches. It sort of seems uh, impossible to not have a good match with the amount of talented tag teams you have in this division. And I don't even think we would have Lucha Express all that high on the list right now. If we would, if we listed them out in order, I think you would have a number of teams ahead of them in terms of the team you were so excited about. But all these teams are, are capable of delivering good matches and capable of being major parts of this show and and have delivered and then some in a, in a lot of different spots. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with tag team wrestling. It's part of the promise of this whole thing, as we said. And Penta full Joker again. Yeah, when did Penta get rejockerified? Maybe that was the curse that did it for Ray. Uh, the chat, thank you so much to everybody. Baseball saying, rumor is it's a dislocation. And then Jay saying, Alvarez said it was broken. This is very wrestling. Yeah. Uh, PW Insider says, it might be dislocated. <laughs> I mean, why report anything at all? Yeah, well, uh, here's the thing is I know where it's supposed to be located and it wasn't there. So <laughs> It was unlocated from that position. <laughs> yeah. For sure. yeah I don't even... Thanks for all these medical experts. I can... <laughs> uh, saying, hopefully it's just no dislocation. But yeah, not fun to yeah. watch. Dennis Dirtyworks saying broken. Listen, I, I, I don't claim located, to be an yeah. expert here. When I hear that's dislocated, that, that's the worst dislocation you can imagine. <laughs> to me, I see yeah. that. That's the guy's arm is broken. Yeah, I don't dislocated. know the ins and outs. The old location was the front. very dislocated if that's the case. <laughs> the old location was the front. The new location <laughs> is the back. <laughs> relocated almost feels more appropriate. It is gone, daddy gone. The arm Ooh, is gone. Gross. Gone, daddy gone. Uh, joking aside, my heart goes out to Ray Phoenix. So I thought the, the run along the tightrope how does a human being do that? He's, he's incredible. It's, it's, the guy does otherworldly things. The, the hang time on the moves, astonishing. Uh, you know I can kind of go either way on the jungle man. I thought he was excellent in this match going into it. Um, but before we, again we talk about the ending, how was, in hindsight, Penta and Ray Phoenix's title run? Boy, um, it seems like it was fast, even though I know it probably wasn't, right? It does. They, now, good friend Jake saying in the chat, I think he said 162 days. That's champion 122 days. Sorry. So what's that? Uh, 100 months, four months. Yeah. So feels about that, I guess. That's a that's a, like a pay per view cycle and a half, I guess. Um, under I would say not underwhelming, but uh, didn't it didn't ever feel like it kicked into like an uh, a gear of like um, it was going to be it, it was going to be a major thing when they got knocked off. I think. Right, it felt like an upset, but it didn't feel like a major. Them winning, it, I think, felt bigger than them losing it. 
And again, that's very often the case for baby faces and babyface teams in general. It can be tough to avoid that. But I don't know. I thought kind of an underwhelming run for two wrestlers who I think are are incredible. And with Pac as Death Triangle, incredible. And you couldn't really say enough good things. But I don't know. I, I FDR, Proud and Powerful. I might have preferred them in the spot for this run. Yeah, it, it, the pointing out from uh, Jiggs, of course. Oh no, this is my idea. I'm I'm saying this on my own. It would have looked like a better feud if if the FTR matches had maybe hit what we wanted them to, to hit. There was some weird yeah. stuff in there as well. They sort of got marred by a couple different like something fucky happened in the back half of this match. Travel issues and Ray can't get here. The mask, the mask thing. Uh, Keeping with Eddie for a bit. Yeah, cool. little mess. Yeah, the okay. AAA, I, don't, I don't think the AAA titles helped. No. No, I, I don't think so either. Now, now, I'm not one of these people who acts like things are confusing in wrestling, because I have a brain, and I, I find this stuff very easy to understand. But uh, those those belts, I would say, muddied the picture a little bit, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's tough when, you know, FDR's on TV, and they, they have to, they can't just bury these belts, right? Like, they have to wear them with importance and sort of make it tight, part of the act, so. Yeah. There you go. Poor Ray Phoenix breaks his arm, and I suspect, and I susp- I'll get your opinion on this, Zeus, but I think I'm speaking for both of us, that the Lucha Brothers were probably supposed to defend here. Uh, this match ends a little early with Christian having to celebrate with these guys for so long that I was certain the turn was coming. Did you read this as the Lucha Brothers were good at defend, and then they called an audible for, for Ray Phoenix dislocating his, his arm? Um, well, I, again, I didn't... So yes, I, I would say that I do. Uh, sort of read that read that way. It, I, I think we'll see uh, a bit of a transition. This will this will be a bit of a transition. I think we'll get the we're going to get to the Christian thing, and we're going to get to a new direction fairly quickly. I, don't I expect, think so too. I don't expect this to be a, a lengthy thing. I think they're going to find another direction for this, and and have something built pretty ready to go pretty quickly to, to get us to a to a place. Because um, as you said, there, if if there was going to be a Maybe a beatdown or something. Something was going to change here. We we may have actually had the Christian turn happen tonight. Even that, that could have been, or or steps towards the further dissolution of this team versus um, them winning and feeling put together. But also, his mom and sister are there, so who knows? And good, good friend, friend Jake saying Jurassic Express or Jungle Boy kicked out of the Lucha Bros finisher. Yeah. So I did read it that There's way. Things but on either way. That's what I, we love about wrestling. We'll never yeah. know for sure. 30 years from now i think i'm the kind of a person who's inclined to believe the conspiracy theory one first sure way more right. fun just, it's more exciting for me to be like oh my god this is all made up on the, on the spot and like they had to change it just but. stay tuned to uh wrestling brain 20 years from now i'll still be watching the shoot interviews god knows and uh who, who's the who's the tier wrestler that would have been backstage tonight would be doing oh aaron solo i mean aaron solo oh, would be marco the marco, marco stunt would know what happened here he'd be the confidant so just all the more reason follow and subscribe 20 years from now me reviewing shoot interviews on this channel i thought a really fun match zoobs i'm interested in the jurassic express title run and all in all i thought uh an excellent if dramatic dynamite that's the whole dynamite well god damn i said dot damn Six. Have, have a bottle of wine that too much what time you gotta be up it's, it's exactly right is, is what it is to be honest with you yeah okay maybe you should drink a little more we'll see maybe maybe for the post show I cork it up for now. The goddamn post-show show. Well, Zoobs, I think it's time for us to say good night and goodbye to the nasty casties. Uh, we've greatly enjoyed having you with us. We're sorry you're going to be missing Wednesday night tweet. It'll be a whole lot of fun, but of course, you can always join in live. Twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brain. The moment Dynamite ends, be part of the chat. 
come have all the fun here. Get the post-show show. Get the final segment. And uh, until we see you next week, love and energy.